plaintiff attorneys only go after doctors, not the nurses. Have you heard that before? While that might have been the case in the past, today's healthcare liability landscape is changing, and the risk for advanced practitioners is increasing more and more. And as the scope of practice for NPs, PAs, CRNAs, and other mid-level practitioners continues to expand, the liability grows as well. So what's the best way to ensure your nurse practitioner, physician's assistant, CRNA, RN, esthetician, and the rest of your staff? And what options do you have if you're an advanced practitioner that's working independently? In today's episode, we'll address these questions and more to help you understand malpractice insurance for advanced practitioners. Welcome to Malpractice Insights, the show dedicated to helping healthcare professionals understand medical malpractice insurance and providing you with the solutions you need so that you can get back to the work of practicing good medicine. My name is Jennifer Wiggins, CEO of Aegis Malpractice Solutions, and I'm so glad you've joined us today. If you're new to our channel, welcome. We're so glad you're here. We release a new episode every week, both on YouTube and your favorite podcast streaming platform, so be sure to like and subscribe to stay connected. Just a quick reminder before we jump in, we're here to provide general information on medical malpractice insurance and related topics, but not specific legal or insurance advice. So if you have a question about your practice or individual coverage needs, be sure to ask your agent or legal advisor or contact us at aegismalpractice.com. That's A-E-G-I-S malpractice.com. We'd be happy to help. So when it comes to malpractice insurance for NPs, PAs, CRNAs, midwives, and other medical staff, there are three ways they can be covered. And each of these options have varying costs and levels of protection. So let's look at each option along with the pros and cons. The first way that you can cover your mid-level staff is through coverage under the supervising physician. Most malpractice insurance carriers will allow registered nurses, medical assistants, aestheticians, therapists, x-ray and ultrasound, surgical techs, and other medical staff to be covered under their supervising physician at no cost. However, nurse practitioners, physician's assistants, CRNAs, and midwives, and other providers with a larger scope of practice are often excluded. And while it's beneficial to have this shared limit option available, keep in mind that shared limits means just that. The policy limits are shared among everyone under the policy. So if a physician has a $1 million policy limit and a claim names him or her and their RN and the medical assistant and their receptionist, everyone in that claim will share $1 million in coverage. This shared limit option also generally limits the coverage to work done on behalf of the employer. So an RN would not be covered for any moonlighting or outside work. Only the work that's done within the scope of their duties in working for that supervised physician or the employer. When an allied provider leaves a practice, they don't need to purchase tail insurance since they were sharing that policy with their supervising physician. However, 
It is the supervising physician's duty to maintain continuous coverage and then take care of that tail insurance at some time in the future, unless they have an occurrence policy. So the pros of this option are, number one, there's no cost, and it's an easy way to cover most of your staff. But the cons of this option are, only certain types of allied providers can be covered on a shared basis. It usually will not include advanced practitioners such as NPs and PAs. It only allows for a shared limit option. So now let's move on to the second way to cover mid-level staff, and that is coverage under the employer or the corporation. Corporate malpractice insurance coverage provides a wider range of protection for the allies that work in a group. Most malpractice insurance carriers will allow all classes of allied professionals to be insured under the corporate policy. This is beneficial for the doctors because they're no longer sharing their policy limits with their staff, but rather it provides a separate set of limits to cover the entity and then all of the non-physician staff working under it. Corporate malpractice insurance costs are generally minimal. For example, for a single physician practice, the corporate malpractice insurance is usually only about 10% of their individual premium. So if you're a doctor who pays $15,000 a year, then the cost of your corporate malpractice insurance is going to be around $1,500. For groups, the corporate cost is about 10% of the top five doctors' premiums combined. So for this example, let's say we have a group of 10 doctors, and they each pay $10,000 a piece. The corporate malpractice insurance cost for this would be around $5,000. So take that $10,000 premium per doctor times five doctors is $50,000, and then 10% of that gets us to the $5,000 premium. The corporate malpractice insurance policy extends coverage on a shared limits basis, and coverage is generally limited to the acts done within the scope of employment. When an allied provider leaves a practice, they typically do not need to purchase tail insurance since they were sharing the policy with their employer. However, it's the employer's duty to maintain continuous coverage and take care of that tail insurance sometime in the future, again, unless it's an occurrence policy. So the pros of this option are, it carves out the allied providers so there's no eroding of the physician's policy limits. The cons of this option are, it has a cost, although minimal, and it also allows for shared limits. Now, the last way that you can cover mid-level staff is through individual coverage. Allied providers can secure their own individual malpractice insurance, which gives them their own policy and unique set of limits, not sharing with anyone else. This option provides more coverage than a shared limit option since the individual provider has a policy all to themselves. The group may control the policy or the individual provider may choose to pay for it on their own. An employer-controlled policy often means that the coverage will be limited only to the work that's done for that employer. Mid-level providers that work as independent contractors, 1099s, or locums may want to carry their own policy to have the flexibility of managing their own coverage. Individual policies will have a premium cost, although there are often discounts available for those that are working part-time. So the pros for this option are, there's a separate coverage for the advanced practitioner. So there's no eroding of the limits for the physician, the corporation, or other providers in the group. 
it also allows the provider to go anywhere and work anywhere they want. And usually one policy can cover all of their activities. The cons for this option are there is a cost, and that's either paid by the employer or it's paid by the practitioner for themselves. So how do you decide which coverage option is right for you? Well, it depends on several factors, including the state that you're practicing in, your budget, and your risk tolerance. For small startup practices, shared limits coverage is common. It's an economical way to extend coverage to the mid-level providers in the group, while the number of exposures is relatively low. But as the practice grows and expands, it's probably wise to consider separating out that coverage to spread out the risk so you don't exhaust your limits. But it's also important to be cognizant of your policy limits themselves, particularly if you have a shared limit policy. A corporate malpractice insurance policy that shares $1 million in limits is very different than a corporate malpractice insurance policy that only shares $200,000 in limits. State nuances, hospital requirements, and other factors may also affect the type of coverage option that you'll select. In Indiana, for example, the Patient Compensation Fund requires that all independent ancillary providers, which they call IAPs, carry their own individual malpractice insurance unless they are employed by a hospital or a nursing home. This includes dentists, psychologists, podiatrists, optometrists, nurse practitioners, nurse midwives, CRNAs, physician assistants, and clinical nurse specialists. In Indiana, these providers cannot share limits with a physician or a corporation. They must be insured separately. Deciding on the right form of malpractice coverage for allied providers can be tricky, but there are experts available to help talk you through those options. A knowledgeable malpractice insurance agent can simplify the process for you and explain all of the available coverage options so that you can find the malpractice solution that's right for you. If you have any questions on this topic or you want to make sure that you're covered appropriately, click the link in the description box below where you can connect with us via phone, email, or chat today. And if you're listening, please visit us online at aegismalpractice.com. That's A-E-G-I-S malpractice.com. We have some great episodes lined up for you in the next few weeks. I hope you found this one helpful. If so, could you do me a favor and give us a like and leave a review? And be sure to subscribe to our show so that you can catch our next installment of Malpractice Insights, where we're dedicated to helping you understand medical malpractice insurance and providing you with the solutions you need so that you can get back to the work of practicing good medicine. This is Jennifer Wiggins. Thanks for joining us.